So if you don't got no sauce, then you, 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 you're lost. Mm -hmm. But you can also get lost in the sauce. You can get how you get lost in the sauce. The fry guy. The fry guy. The fry guy. B, what's going on in those streets? Come on, man. It's your world. I'm just living in it. Say less. B, what's poppin'? Say less, say less. B, you killing the game, man. The fry guy. Order up. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Sit on down and lend me your ears as I serve you up another edition of the Extra Mouth Sauce Podcast with your host, your boy, Brandon Fryer, a.k.a. The Fry Guy. You know it's small fry. This podcast is available on all streaming platforms, Apple, Spotify, Radio.com, iHeartRadio. The list just keeps going and going. Wherever you listen to your podcast, just search Extra Mouth Sauce Podcast. Like, subscribe. I really appreciate it. And... Thank you for tuning in to today's episode, which I call Big B. The reason why I call it Big B, because in the family, I'm known as Big B. I got my son, he's Lil B, I'm Big B. And this is kind of like my birthday week. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to be a year older on Friday. So I kind of dedicate this episode to myself. It's okay to do this a little bit, but I want to talk about what I like. One of my favorite things that I like, and normally which would be happening around this time, is basketball season. And the reason why it ain't happening, because obviously we know COVID, but we now have a new champion. Shout out to LeBron James and the Lakers. And, you know, sports supposed to be happening. I kind of want to talk some hoops. So why not talk some hoops with Chicago's own? He writes for the ESPN, Scoop Jackson. He's very, very invested in NBA. We're going to be talking about some hoops. We're going to talk about Chicago teams. And we're going to talk about his book that he got. It's called The Game Is Not A Game. You guys need to check it out. But we're going to be talking all that more, man. So let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. Order number. All right. This one I call order number. Reason why I call it order number is pretty much me ranking. Now, we talked about LeBron. He just won his fourth championship. So now is see, where do we place this man of all-time greats in the NBA? Now, I'm going to give you my top four, and I'm going to work from four all the way up to number one. But I do want to say some people who just missed this cut. And please don't get mad at me. I mean, you got your own opinion, and it's fine. But please don't get mad at me when I say this, because I know one day I'm going to say it, and it's going to probably touch certain people and like, whoa, 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 why you didn't have that person on the list? But these are the ones who just missed the cut. I have names like Larry Bird, who just missed the cut, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and of course, the late Kobe Bryant. They missed the cut. So here it is, starting from number four. Number four, Bill Russell. Bill Russell played with the Celtics. I think he got a total of 11 championships total as a player and a coach. This man pretty much is a still a foundation of the NBA. He still has great presence to this day in the NBA. And to me, most championships, the man is obviously a legend in this game. Number three. I got Magic Johnson. Now, I got Magic just overall impact because the NBA was kind of a little bit tumbling down. And Magic Johnson and Larry Bird did save that. And just Magic Johnson, his charisma, and pretty much his placement in the league is still heavy. And just think about it. He's the one who helped the guy who I got number two on the list, LeBron James. Magic Johnson did help recruit LeBron James to come to the Lakers. That's how strong Magic Johnson presence is. Now, I just said number two is LeBron James. I can't believe this man been to 10 finals. 10 finals. Yes, he has a losing record in the finals, but just his dominance in the NBA shows that. And look at his impact alone. Pretty much the league now runs off what LeBron James say. And just the stuff that he do on and off the court is just tremendous, man. So that's why. 
But number one guy, obviously be being a shy town guy, is the GOAT, MJ, Michael Jordan. And the stuff he's still doing now is crazy. I like I know you heard the news that he now got his own NASCAR team and stuff like that. But let's just focus on what he's done for the NBA. I mean, Jordans are still huge. Still huge. This man been out the league for a minute and people are still going crazy over Jordans. No one has that much impact like him. Just his charisma. Like people love Michael Jordan. I mean, did you see the Last Dance documentary? It was huge. The ratings was huge. I mean, this man is the owner. I think the only African-American owner in the NBA. This man impact is huge. And that's why he's number one. So that is my order number of NBA greats in the game from four to one. Sit down. All right. This one right here is called the sit down. The sit down is pretty much where we have our conversation. And I like to bring in senior writer for ESPN. He also has a book called The Game Is Not A Game. Chicago's own Scoop Jackson is in the building. And I'm going to start it off like this, Scoop. Obviously, we know you from Southside Chicago, but just tell them probably your upbringing and pretty much how you get to the level where you're at now. Yep. Southside. Born and raised. Started off on 48th and Ellis. Moved to South Shore when I was five years old. Lived uh, on 72nd and Jeffrey. And I've been in South Shore ever since my whole life. I've been to various places in South Shore, but I bounced around South Shore. I'm, South Shore has been my, that's it, you know? Um, my mom and dad uh, split up when I was in second grade. You know, um, and my father wanted to move into Denver, I think when I was in sixth grade. So we used to go out and spend summers there. But uh, other than that, just, you know, my brother and I, you know, living and, you know, struggling, you know, trying to make things happen, you know, south side of Chicago. Um, as I graduated from high school and went to Xavier University in Louisiana, that was the first thing. Um, and left at the end of my second year, I didn't have any money. You know, mother, my brother, my mother and my brother were still home. Um, dad wasn't like contributing. So I had to drop out, came here, worked three jobs, paid off the balance you know, that I had in school, was able to get enough money to go back, went back, and basically just, you know, graduated in a couple of years after, switched my major. I started off majoring in political science, and, um, but I've always had an interest in media. I always wanted to one day have my own magazine, but I was always into radio, I was always into mass communications, I was always into that form of, you know, media interest. And school, that's why you would say school is definitely important in the field that you're in with pretty much journalism, broadcast, writing in this field. You know what? That's the thing I tell people all the time about the importance of school, especially this younger generation who really is going through a phase, who really are going through a phase that they don't feel school is necessary. To a degree, I agree with that. Because the way you can function now with the individuality, individuality and the freedom that you have. But to me, you lose a sense of accomplishment as a human being. Not necessarily from a business or career standpoint, just as a human being to say, I did that. There was a challenge in front of me and I conquered that challenge. There's a sense of confidence and self-esteem that comes with you know, finishing something that you started off doing or finishing something that society or life said you couldn't do. You know, so I've always had that importance. And, you know, as a black individual, you know, my mother used to always had the saying, she said, black man without arrogance ain't And part of that arrogance comes with overachieving things and accomplishing goals that are almost set up for us not to do. And one of those things is getting the education. So getting through that, breaking through those barriers and accomplishing that, 
do. You carry that with you for the rest of your life. Scoop, I know you more than just a basketball fan. You're you're a sports fan overall. I mean, you work at ESPN, so you do more than just talk about basketball. What are your thoughts, really, of these Chicago teams out here? Um, I've looked in the city over the last 10 years and what ownership change can do. You watched it happen with the Blackhawks. You watched it happen with the Cubs. The Hawks got three Stanley Cups. The Cubs got a World Series. You're asking what can change? I've watched how ownership change in the city can change the entire trajectory of a franchise. So it's not just the Bulls, but the Bears also need ownership change. Scoop, with all that being said, man, like what are your thoughts then on the Bulls hiring Billy Donovan as their new head coach? To me, it is what it is. You know, I, I don't... I, I don't know how Billy's going to come in here and make change for what's been going on in front office, even though God form is not there anymore. But um, it seemed like the front office ownership and management only wanted coaches that were going to be puppets, you know, that they could pull their strings and follow orders and this, that, and the other. And if Billy Donovan is going to come in and do that, then it's the same thing, just, you know, continue with itself. I, I really don't know that. Um, I, I think Billy Donovan was a phenomenal college coach for what he did in Florida, you know, um, and before he even got to Florida. Uh, his tenure at OKC was, I mean, okay, you know, but then again, we have to think about what he had to deal with. He had to deal with the departure of Kevin Durant, which took his toll on that franchise, you know, and also you have to deal with, you know, trying to build around Russell Westbrook. And as much as we may love Russell Westbrook, we understand he's not the easiest person to try to get the most out of if he's your A1 player, you know, but Billy Donovan's best coaching job came last year. But to me, half, if not 70% of that goes to Chris Paul. Chris Paul made his job easy, made him look like a good coach. So I don't know exactly what I'm getting as a professional coach when Billy Donovan comes here because it, we, we have to dissect his history. And if we dissect his history with OKC, what are we really getting? Do we really know? All right, Scoop, I want to really get into this book. Tell me about your book that you got out, The, the Game is Not a Game. I try to take the reader on a journey of some of the contemporary uh, topics and subject matters that we've been speaking about in sports over the last three or four years, but giving them a different viewpoint of that and giving them something more comprehensive than what you would get on a debate show or a highlight reel show or even, you know, um, a 60-minute you know, magazine, you know, or reading, uh, re reading a feature story or something like that. It's, it's, I try to do deep dives in 13 subject matters that, you know, seem to be at the forefront of sports uh, right now. And they've been talking points over the last couple of years and just give the reader a different viewpoint, a way to look at those subject matters a little differently. Not saying that they're right or wrong, but just give you another side of things that I felt were not necessarily being told in our sports ecosystem on a regular basis. Man, Scoop, I know this has been extremely difficult, man. I appreciate your patience, man, because if you don't know, listeners, if you're listening to this, you don't know that this is like our third Zoom call we had. We had a lot of Internet issues, scheduling conflicts, and now we got it working, man. So to end it off, man, Scoop, anything that they should know from you or how they reach you or know information about more than a game and anything, what can they do? Easy. Uh, Twitter is IBScoopJackson and Instagram is Strong Island Media, which is my company. And other than that, you know, I'll pop up on ESPN.com. You know, there's always stuff on Haymarket stuff since we are pushing the book right now. 
you know, there's always a Facebook page, Scoop Jack. So, you know, I'm, I, I try to keep it light. You know, I'm not, I'm not a big social media guy because I believe bad boys move in silence. So, you know, I try to keep it, you know, nice and nice, nice and low. Scoop, man. Like, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you again for being a part of my podcast, man. I really appreciate it, man. This is a dream talking to you, man. Like, I really, like, look up to you, especially in the sports media field, man. Like, it's, it's an honor. Anytime, man. Thanks for having me. Come get this two-piece. Well, first person who should get that two-piece is myself. And the reason why, man, because you don't know how difficult it was to get this interview with Scoop, man. It was just a lot of bad internet connections. And I appreciate Scoop, man, because he kept saying, I got you, I got you. And he did come through, man. And we, this was like our third time trying to like link up. And we had three Zoom calls in order to do this. But I appreciate Scoop, man. So first person who should get that two piece is your boy. And then my next two piece, I'm going to give another one to the NBA, man. I don't understand i do understand i should say why are you trying to push the season so early i know y'all always like to do christmas and stuff like that but your stuff kind of get lost and everything with nfl going on how about don't worry about it y'all been so focused on the black lives matter movement just do it on martin luther king day y'all always have that day on lock anyway just start at that time make your star players get rest because what you want to do you want to have your star players sitting out and not wanting to play because they like, man, we just finished the season. So now you got your star players out, which is going to affect your money anyway. So NBA, you're going to get this two piece for trying to start that season early. I want to thank everybody who tuned in, you listeners. I want to thank Scoop for being patient with me with that interview. I really appreciate him. And I'll see y'all real soon, man. Peace. Say less.